This is Rage Against the Pod, the weekly Rage Against the Machine podcast where we get into a different song every week. We get really into it. We dive into it. We get into the nitty gritty of it and we try to have a good time. Uh, my name is Tyler and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether is Jeff. Go to iTunes, go rate, review and subscribe to us on there. Uh, Rage Against the Pod. Follow us on social media at Rage Against the Pod. Go do that because that would that would be awesome. Absolutely great. Am I right or am I right? Yeah, we're doing Yeah, we're doing Gorilla Radio. doing Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine. This is the second song from their third album, The Battle of Los Angeles, that came out in 1999. I think this is their first, no, it's not their first single, but yeah, we're doing Gorilla Radio. This is quite possibly one of their most popular songs, one of their most successful songs. And um, I don't know why we decided to do this giant banger. We tried to do this last week, but (laughs) uh, we were having a lot of technical difficulties and we weren't even supposed to do it this week. But Jeff forgot yeah. to do his homework. Yeah. So we are doing this. And I don't even know why I'm explaining this. Sounds like high even, school again, baby. And nobody's going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, like I said, we're doing Gorilla Radio from Rage Against the Machine. Now, what are your first impressions on this song, Jeff? Go. Uh, first impressions, I don't remember the first time I heard this song, but um, I, I don't think I've ever thought that this wasn't like a top tier rage song. I think this is a fucking banger of a song. It is never it has never gone down in value. It's like it's like mm-hmm. silver. It just it will always go up in value by how much kind of is dictated by the market and stuff, but but this is always going to be more valuable than when you first got it. When you first heard it. Not quite gold or or, or diamond status, but it's it's definitely like solid silver. Pure silver. Okay. So um yeah, you know, whatever, I guess. What a what a comparison! <laughs> I, I I dug it, but wow. All right, my first impression was when I got this record after I traded my POD CD for this record. Oh, what a uh, trade, dude! I fucking won that trade for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, when I got this one, I actually didn't like Gorilla Radio. I thought it was too slow, but you know, I was I was a new metal head. I was a corn head. I was a Limp Biscuit head. I liked heavy music back, or I thought I liked heavy music back then. Um, so yeah, this one never really stuck out to me until like a couple of years later, really. It was always a song I skipped on the record. But uh, but no, I, I at this point, it's like, it's almost top five. Yeah, but that's that's not good. To, but it's not to discount the song because there are so many fucking bangers on this record. So... Man, the song is so good. I mean, from the build-up to the guitar riff to Zach's vocal performance, which I think is one of his best, if not his best vocal performance. I'm going to say it, man. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. 
I, it's just, it's up there. It's absolutely up there. The bass playing, everything is just, everybody's on their A game on this song. And one of my favorite parts of this song outside of Zach, Zach's vocal performance is Brad when, when he's playing the, um, when he's playing that intro and he's, uh, he, he's doing the, 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 the beat, the four beat. But then I think like on the third, the third note, I think it's the third note. He hits that hi hat, and then on the fourth he hits the snare. Or am I am I saying that right on the notes? But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He hits the he hit, he hits the the hi hat briefly, the open hi hat, and then yes. he closes it, so it gets that sound. Yeah. Oh, dude, I fucking love that. It's so smooth, and it just that little hit just gives this song so much character. It's unbelievable. Like the smallest smallest things can make such a huge impact on a fucking song. It's it's insane. It's uh, it's. I mean, that's that's one hundred percent true. This this song, and it's weird because there's so much dumb stuff surrounding this song too, like the video and some other things that are kind of stupid. But like this this song is is, it's legendary. I don't think it's top five rage, um, top ten rage for sure. But like even, overall, top ten or top ten on the album? No, top ten overall. Really? Yeah. Dang, I don't even have it on my my current top ten right now. Out of what we've done, oh, no, out I'm, of what we've done, this, this it's I'm like it's definitely not top five, but this is for sure going to hit my top ten. And I say for sure, I, I you know it changes every fucking week, but <laughs> as of right now, this is for sure going to go into my top ten raids that we've done thus far. So, but given that, given that, given that, do you, like given do you want to do the music right now? Do you want to do stupid uh, stuff? Let's, no, no, let's let's get into the music. Because why not? Well, I mean, what what stupid stuff are you talking about? The video. The video is awful. Oh, the video. I mean, we can we can touch on the. I mean, let let's start with the video. Let's start okay. with the video. Because you're the so worst, riled up about it's it. It's the worst part of this entire band, almost. It's, this could be like the worst video they've done. Uh, the only thing I like about this video is the beginning of it when it's just the the camera slowly like going in on them. And they're just standing there, like very unenthusiastic, <laughs> but they're playing the song. I love that part, but all of the the little the message that they're trying to convey is very kind of it's an important me- it's an important message for sure. But I, the way it was executed, I didn't really care for, and the fact that it was kind of like a parody or sat, uh, a satire of like the Gap commercials of the nineties. I don't know. There's 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 good. Like satire, and then they're just kind of like begging, and just mm-hmm. poorly executed. And this—that's what this was. This could have been like a fantastic thing, and in theory, it could be cool. And 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 all the scenes of just the camera on Zach, and he's just kind of like swaying back and forth in a very like Sinatra way, and it's it's just dumb, and not even like a fun dumb, like almost like an awkward. I'm I feel embarrassed watching this type of dumb. <laughs> Very much dislike this this video. Damn. Okay. You're very uh, passionate about that one, I guess. The song's so damn good. The song is fucking killer, man. It's so it's so killer. I mean, is it because you like? Wait, what is it? Is it the chicka chickas in certain parts, or I, or what? I, I I think it's like you said. I think everybody is like on their A game. I, I think I think Rage does a good job at at letting each member kind of have their own spot. But when they come together, it's just, they're unstoppable. They're like a freight yeah. train. <laughs> it's true. Even his, even Tom Solo, like it, it's not, it's not too wanky, but it, there's enough there to, to keep you interested and it's unique and 
It's killer, man. Dude, it's and a the, banger of a solo. Uh, it's so damn cool. And then all like the, then and then all the music stops. Like they have all the music stop, and it's just Zach, like singing, like really mm-hmm. low, kind of like trying to calm everything down. And then immediately jump back into it. Like there is zero time for breath. Like you're in the pit, yeah. and like this part happens, and all you have time to do is just bend over, put your hands on your knees, take a deep breath until everything jumps back in again. Unbelievable! It's, it's unbelievable. It's true, man. And I love Timmy C's bassline in those verses too. Oh, they're so, so funky. Fucking, they are, man. It's what he does best. Honestly, what he does best. Boo-doo, and it's this entire record. It's this entire record where he really like, he comes in with those like really crazy bass lines that shouldn't fit within a song like these, but for whatever reason they do. Like he 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 perfected his style on this record. Yeah, like this record is is almost on the verge of being their best record. Oof. Like, Evil Empire is still on uh, is still on top, but mm. man, every time I listen to Battle of L.A., it's it just creeps up there, man. Just it's, creeps. It's just so it, it's so remarkable how how different their first three were, and and how much better they were than each other, because mm-hmm. they're all so different and and they all focus on different things, and they all try to convey a different message, but it's still under the theme of Rage Against the Machine. Some are really loud and just basic and just really obnoxious. Some are a little more hip hop influence and this one's a little more nuanced, a little more, a little more depth to this entire record. And as we've said before in previous episodes, like this record is Zach's best lyrically. Oh, hundred percent. And so I think that's what adds to like the complexity of this record is everyone else had to, they had to step it up. Like you have to step it up to match what Zach is throwing down. Mm-hmm. And they did honestly. And they did. And especially in the song, man, it shows. It totally shows. And then, and then I don't, I don't know if I brought up, but the buildup and and just you have Morello playing the, the 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 main riff, and then just Wilk just doing the snare, the snare buildup, and then it gets louder, 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 and then it just kind of explodes with everybody coming in. And oh man, it's such an easy riff too. I think he, I think Tom uses like a some like tremolo effect or, or with like a delay, and it's just. It's only mm-hmm. like four notes, right? It's just a dun yeah. dun 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 dun, and then dun, dun. but then because he uses all these effects, like it turns into something very, very weird and kind of unsettling, kind of unnerving. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It's it's almost uncomfortable. It's just it's just weird. Yeah, I also wanted to to bring up a couple couple little things about this song. So, the song also won a Grammy, for what it's worth. It won a Grammy for uh, the best hard rock performance category which is actually no longer a thing at the Grammys. They, they got rid of that, I think, in 2011. But they did win a Grammy for this. Uh, this song was also on the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 soundtrack, and it's going to be on the remake that comes out next month for the first game. So that's kind of cool. And uh, what else do I got here? Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is bringing up like last week when we talked about it because <laughs> I think we had gotten this far. Until until our internet or somebody's I, internet shit out, yeah. Because I remember we were talking about the Grammy thing, and I was like, "Well, did you see like what they were up against?" And then I named. That's right, you did bring that. Up. Remember, because like so they, yeah. they they won the Hard Rock. So here I, I still have it written down. Here here are the things that did not win: Kid Rock, American Badass, which I think I do like that song a lot. That's a that rad song. song. Sucks. You suck. Uh, Limp Biscuit, <laughs> take a look around. That is also a cool song. That's a banger. 
Pearl Jam, Grievance. Don't even know that song. I don't, don't know care that about that song. Yeah. Yeah, STP, Down. That's so, not a very good song. So that's what they won against. So it is, yes, they won the Grammy, but damn, like, that was no contest. There like, was a Tool song too, wasn't there? Uh, I don't think so. I think it was just those four there was. or five total. Okay. But that, I mean, that was that was like shooting fish in a barrel. Those other songs had zero chance of winning over yeah. this. Zero I think, chance. I think, I think at that time, the only one that could have come close would would have been Limp Bizkit, because they were just so big at that point. Badass. That song's so good. Dude, it is <laughs> not good, man. Kid Rock is not good. <laughs> oh, and then, wow, then the man. next year, Rage lost. Uh, or Renegades, because I think I just okay now. Now the more I speak, the more I realize this is where we ended. Uh, <laughs> Renegades of Funk was the next year, and that lost to Lincoln Park's Crawling. And then we hadn't talked about how fucking fantastic Crawling is. Oh, okay, yeah, Crawling is a good song though. That's a really good song. But yeah. Renegades of Funk is a better song than Crawling almost. in the hard rock category. Nah. Yeah, nah. Rene- I mean Renegades of Funk is dude. That's Renegades of Funk I mean, is a good pop punk song. I dig it. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh, you're such an idiot. Uh, but Gorilla Radio, Jesus Christ. Uh, I did see, too, that the the first time I played this live was on September 11th, 1999. Nine. 1999. Yep. So two years yep. for the shit show. Um, yeah, they played it in England, in Oxford's, in Oxford, Oxford Zodiac. I don't know what the fuck, why I wrote that. But anyway. Uh yeah, and then also one thing I thought was weird about this song is that the uh, the soccer team Los Angeles FC or LAFC. Oh, that's right. They use this song during their home matches whenever the team scores a goal. That's irritating. I hate that. It's very <laughs> annoying. It's very stupid. And fuck LAFC. They the Galaxy are the they are LA's team, not this bullshit. This is that. LA, your city, your home. <laughs> that was the Briggs. LA Galaxy should move to Anaheim, and then they would be much better. LA Galaxy should just move over here to Gilbert. Well, they'll be appreciated. Appreciated. No, nobody's gonna give a fuck. There's no, there's no MLS team in Arizona, right? They there's have no Phoenix, Phoenix Rising, team. but that is, uh, that is not an MLS team. That is the tier below. But it's partially owned by I think Pete Wentz by Didier Drogba, and they sell it like every fucking game. People love Phoenix Rising, and they. Like they've already contracted with the city to to potentially build like a new stadium, so there's no reason why the Phoenix Rising shouldn't be the next MLS team to enter. The no reason. There are, there are too many teams. Too many yeah. teams. There's too many teams. Not enough people to even like attend these games. Yeah, it's that, that that's the part that's kind of annoying. They, what they need to do is they need to set it up like how it's set up in in every European country where there's relegation and promotion. That's what needs to happen. Because there's too many goddamn teams. We're fucking a huge country. Like, California could essentially have its own league. Well, should, true. Should have its own league. The West Coast should have its own league. Like, that's that's how it, it is kind of, like, geographically set up in, like, the European countries. But because we're so fucking big, it's like, why, why is there a team in, like, Ohio? Like, who the fuck cares? Do they care? I don't know. No, they do. A lot of people go to those matches. I don't even know where the fuck Ohio is. Is that next to like Oregon? Even though you've been there? <laughs> <laughs> you've been there? 
I'm just trying to shit. Even talk though you Ohio. drove there, you drove like 22 hours. To I drove get there? 36 hours straight to get to Ohio. Oh, was it 36? To get oh, to Loveland, God. Ohio. Loveland, Ohio is a fucking rad city too. Amazing city. I mean, I'll take your word for it. I do I like believe. Ohio. Just throwing it out there. Oh man. Okay, before we jump into the lyrics, which I do want to get into, but um, there, I did. Did you read about the lawsuit, the Sony BMG versus Tenenbaum? Uh, yeah. The, okay, we talked about this too last time. Yeah, I did, but I forgot about it already. <laughs> so what it was was this guy. I forgot his first name right now, but his last name was Tenenbaum. Uh, he he ended up sharing a bunch of music or a bunch oh, of music right. over the years. And uh, and Sony ended up suing him for a lot of money, and there were 31 songs that Sony was suing him over at this point, and one of them was Gorilla Radio. And if you read the whole lawsuit, they really took advantage of Sony. Really took advantage of him not really having any money and just trying to make a point. And it really it's really fucked up. And they they wanted like like over a million dollars or something like that. And he fought it. This happened in like 2006, I think it was. And he um, he fought it and fought it and fought it. And he ended up losing. And he didn't end up settling until like 2016. And he ended up filing for Chapter 7 bankruptcy, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know what that one entails, but he ended up filing for that. And um, yeah, it was just something stupid. He still ended up having to pay a shit ton of money. It, the whole thing was really stupid, but he was warned like multiple times over the years prior, like you need to stop doing this or there's going to be like trouble. And he would just ignore it <laughs> or he would say like, fuck you. And he would continue to, to share music. So he wasn't entirely innocent, but still the way they, they treated him. And then it got to the point even where the judge said that both parties need to like chill, like, chill. Yeah. That's what they literally said was both chill. parties need to chill. Because Sony's taking advantage, these big corporations are taking advantage of the system and fucking people over, and these individuals need to stop doing it. <laughs> so it, the whole thing was a fucking shit show and completely blown out of proportion. It's so like scary though, just to think that you share music and and instead of just you know a couple thousand dollar fine or a ten thousand dollar fine, your life will be forever ruined. You will be yeah. in, in permanent debt to a corporation that doesn't even care if they even see a penny of your money. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, you're right. That's fucking gross. Just but them it, trying to make a point. And that is like no different than, than today. And you know what, what pisses me off too is like it happens in, in for everything. You know, the, the one I always think back on is the one with the vandals when uh, Daily, Daily Variety yeah. sued them. And that lasted forever. But then... You know they didn't. They didn't know that Joe Escalante, the bass player in the band, was an attorney, was a lawyer. Like luckily, luckily, he was an entertainment lawyer too, so he knew what the fuck he was doing, and he fought it. He fought it like crazy, and he ended up, and they ended up winning against Daily Variety, and then Daily Variety went out of business, or they filed for some sort of bankruptcy too. Good fuck fuck Daily Variety. That was fuck. That was like the most egregious and fucked up thing. Egregious. Oh, so dumb. Makes me so mad. The Vandals are great. So fuck them. Fuck Daily Variety. I even I had that shirt. I don't think I've ever heard them. You've ever what? I don't think I've ever heard, heard of the Vandals? Vandals. No, I don't think. I didn't think dee, so. Dee, 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 dee. That's a good bass line, <laughs> though. 
<laughs> what about 14? Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. I'm whoa, kidding. Whoa. That song is controversial. But anyways. Let's, let, let, let's get into the lyrics now. Let's get into to the first verse. Same as the first. A little bit louder, a little bit worse. Okay. What do you got? What do you got for the first you verse? You want me to go first? You want to go first? No, you go first. Uh, this one was... Did you just pick? <laughs> this one was a little weird for me. I, I I found it very disjointed. I thought there was a lot of a lot of ideas he was trying to throw around here and they were just kind of connected by one or two lines, maybe one or two words specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty much I, I felt like he was just kind of saying like, here I am. I'm here to help everybody. I'm here to be with you because everything is fucked. Yes. That's all I got. Pretty much. That's all you got for that one. Like I, I mean, we could like go line by line specifically. It's just, I almost thought it was like a mess. It is. He he jumps. He jumps over. Uh, he jumps a lot in this first verse, and it's twice as long as the second too. Yeah. It's, it's a very long verse, and then like you said, the way he uh, he breaks it up too. Like he'll he'll do one line and then go halfway through the next line and then pause and then continue and then finish out that second line, and it's for like you know it's for effect. Like he does it for a, re- a good reason, so it kind of makes the song lyrically and vocally seem maybe a little bit disjointed but my my kind of viewpoint on it is it kind of starts out with saying with him saying this is this is their third time you know third time around trying to like educate people or trying to tell people like what's going on this being their third record so he kind of brings that up and then he he's talking about how a lot of people who who follow politics are kind of ignorant because in actuality, what you're seeing with the two-party system is that both parties are overall pretty much the same. So you're just kind of, you're constantly voting for the same kind of candidate and the same people, and nothing's really going to change. He brings up the 2000 election. He brings up Al Gore. He brings up uh, George Bush, who at the time were running, and George Bush obviously won. And what I what I thought, what I liked about those lines were, you know, he calls out Gore saying he's going to just continue the wars and violence just continue what that's already been going on. And then he, he calls out Bush saying that he's just a drug dealer's son in reference <laughs> to to his father, who was the head of the CIA and who was very much connected to the crack ep- epidemic of the 1980s, which just devastated neighborhoods. And just that, I mean, if you look into that, that was just actual that drug dealers. Thing was, CIA were actual drug dealers. They, they supplied literally were, drugs. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's insane that, a lot of that shit actually happened. But no, he, he calls it out and I, I like that too. Like just calling the bullshit of what American politics and elections and just politics in general of any country, it's all like this. There's no different. There's no real big difference between candidates. They all kind of strive for the same thing and they just, they double speak. They, they just don't, there's nothing truthful in politics. So every, all the shit going on now, like it's not, nothing's going to change. It's just going to continue to be the same. It's sad when you, when you, I mean, it happens. I, I, I feel it happens more so over here. And it's sad when, when I talk to people like about voting and like, who are you going to vote for? And if a third party candidate is brought up and it like, it's dude, it's always the same. It's always like, why would you vote for that third party? You're just giving more votes to Biden. You're just giving more votes to Trump. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? Like why is that like your first question after I tell you who I'm voting for after you, after you told me who you're voting for I ask you questions about that candidate about your views 
Like, why are you, mm-hmm. why are you belittling my personal vote into something that you want it to be? And, and that's sad. Yeah. That's always sad. I know. And it, it's funny you bring that up because I've been asked three times by, by three different people uh, who I, they were asking me, oh, if you don't mind me asking, who are you going to vote for? I said, no, it's fine. You can ask me. And then I said, I'm going to vote for Libertarian. I'm going to vote for Joe. Joe, Joe. And like, And they're like, who? Oh, they have no idea who she is. Zero idea who she is. And then I kind of have to say, oh, she's she's the head of the Libertarian Party. She's the one running for the party. And they're like, why are you voting for her? And I said, because I, I give the reasons why. And they're like, well, why don't you vote? For, why wouldn't you just vote for Biden? And I'm like, because I don't agree with his policies. Like, why would I vote <laughs> for somebody like that? I don't agree with anything he did during the Obama administration or what he did in the 90s and prior to that. I don't agree. I, I, don't, I think he's a bad choice. And like, well, he's better than Trump. Okay, but like now you're voting on like the lesser. You're purposely voting for somebody that you don't like, but you think they're the lesser of two evils. But you're still voting for somebody you don't like. Exactly. So then, the what's fuck the point? Is wrong with you? Yeah, you know what I mean. And then also, people people always say that, and I hate it because you know, in the end, everybody always votes for the for the lesser of the two evils, depending right. on their their viewpoint. So in the end, that that whole that whole comment doesn't mean anything. Because the lesser of two evils has never brought in, brought forth any sort of po- true positive change. Nah. You know, if you're a Democrat, you're going to say, oh, well, you know, the lesser of two evils was Obama. But what I mean, Obama did some some good things for sure. But overall, he did a lot of fucked up things. <laughs> yeah. He continued a lot of shitty fucking policies that were very, very fucked. He was just a smooth talker, baby. He had, that, he had that smooth way about him. In a way, he did. But see... A lot of people say that, but he, whenever you listen to him speak, even from a teleprompter, he uh, he has a lot of like long pregnant pauses that are very uncomfortable. And when you ever watch, if you ever watch him do an interview without a teleprompter, it's unbearable, absolutely unbearable because he doesn't, he tries so hard to think about what he's going to say next and like how calculated it's going to be that it just sounds so fake. I, I think Obama s- was a horrible speaker. Absolutely, you, I thought he was a horrible speaker. But it wasn't just about like the scripted speaking. He attended a fuck ton of of college basketball games because he loved college basketball. He yeah. always put his personal bracket online for people. To, I mean, I'm sure he didn't personally do it, but he always made a bracket for for college basketball for people to see. He made fucking Spotify playlists. He he was he was or his PR people did. I mean, regardless of who did it. It was his. It was his name. It was his brand on it, and, and to yeah. even even do little things like Which that, which makes it even worse when when you think about it, oh his brand, you know it's just like, that's what we all the, are. That's what the these people shouldn't have a is. brand though. I know, but what we I'm saying is we all have like, a brand. I know, and it's fucked, and especially oh. with, with some with this like celebrity worship, which I know we all do to an extent, but the celebrity worship of a politician, I feel like, is the worst, the worst thing that you can do, and we see it the worst with. I mean, you see it on both sides, actually. You know, the obsession with Donald Trump, the obsession with Barack Obama, the obsession with Bernie Sanders. It's so gross. I mean, I, I'm, I do like my musician, like music, certain musicians like Tom and Omar and stuff, but I'm not to the extent where like I'm going to hate everybody because they don't like Tom or Omar. I'm not going to like f- have a fucking meltdown because somebody doesn't like one or the other. That's insanity right there. Absolute insanity. Also, the difference is, is yes, we both like certain musicians and certain groups, 
But if Tom or Omar did something so socially bad, they did something that was so frowned upon by society, you probably wouldn't like them and you wouldn't support them and you wouldn't buy their shit. No, I wouldn't. The opposite is true with, with like politicians. Like they get they have a free pass. No matter what they do in their past, no matter what they say, people people still think they're God. It's weird, man. <laughs> like it's what the bizarre. fuck, dude? Like, I know. Like they're all fucking weird pedophile perverts, man. <laughs> oh God. Uh I know, I know. And none of them want to really enact any sort of change. I mean, if you, I mean, my biggest thing has always been taxes and foreign policy and neither candidate over the last 12 years have ever done anything that have, that has made me even remotely want to vote for them. Cause I feel like those are the two most important issues are taxes and foreign policy and every president, every candidate, if they even talk about what they're going to try to do, which rarely they do because all they do is bash on each other. When they do speak, they never really say anything substantial and then they never really do anything. So it's silly. It's stupid. It's fucking dumb. It's sad. Yeah. But if you just vote for the lesser, lesser of two evils then it's, you're the reason why we're here. So if, if you are one of those people that vote for the lesser of two evils and fuck you and do not listen to this podcast because I cannot stand people like you. Because all we, because I mean, all we've ever seen are the lesser of two evils. So we've all seen how that goes. George Bush was the lesser of two evils to some. Barack Obama was the lesser of two evils to some. Trump was the same. So that whole idea is fucking insane. It's ridiculous. People still do it though. It's still a I know. thing, and it's nobody thinks about it. Like nobody, people just like people have like it doesn't seem like they have their own thoughts they're just they they read they read that headline the lesser this is this is the lesser of two evils so that that's right no it's not fucking right dude oh it's so annoying i fucking hate it our entire system is broken and we refuse to accept it yeah that's exactly what it is fuck man that's Cause, annoying because we're america we're the best and we're fucking democracy and stuff <laughs> Uh, I can go down this fucking rabbit hole and speak to that, but I'm not even going to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. What, do we do a chorus now? <laughs> yeah, let's move on to the chorus. We we pretty much exhausted that verse. Okay. Um, this one, it's, he only, he has, he is one of his repetitive things. Lights out, gorilla radio. Turn that shit up. Lights out. Anyway, the chorus. Yes, the chorus. Lights out, gorilla radio. Turn that shit up. Lights out, guerrilla radio. It's, it's pretty repetitive. It's cool because because I get this like freedom fighter type vibe, like this yeah. this this underground radio type thing where we're like shit. Everybody turn the lights off. Everybody be quiet because this radio this broadcast is telling us something to win this battle, to win this war, to win this almost unwinnable war. But we're still yeah. gonna fight to the end. And that's 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 the kind of vibe that I get from it. How how he shouts, how he's so passionate about it. Yeah, I like that too. And oh, I was reading more into it, and it was explained that this was actually in reference to uh, there was there was a civil war in El Salvador, and there were there was a lot of guerrilla radio stations. And one of the most, I guess, one of the most popular ones, or I guess the yeah the most popular ones, was FMLN, and that was I forgot what that stands for right now. But anyway, yeah, that that was one of the the big ones in El Salvador, and um, oh no, it was called Radio 
Oh, no. I have it right here. Radio Venceremos. I don't know how to pronounce that. but Oh, yeah. That's good. That was the that was the most important, like a really important one, a really big one at the time during the Civil War. And that's kind of what he was referencing back then. And how actually, even after the Civil War, that radio, that radio station actually continued on and and talked about, I guess, like, you know, revolutionary ideas and, and all that stuff, continuing what it what it stood for, which was interesting. But that was what it's in reference to. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, there's not much more to the to the chorus, so. Might as well move on to the second verse, which is Might about well. half the size of the first verse. So, what do you got for this one? Uh, well, first, I, I like how he how he says that he's kind of matured over the the shit talking other MCs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like but it too. but still does it kind of like a a backhanded way, right? And I, I like the the words he uses. <laughs> way past the days of bombing MCs, sound <laughs> off. <laughs> it's go. It's so good. It. <laughs> ah, that's good. It's great wordplay. I love it. It's it is. It's it's good stuff. And then uh, there's a lot of um, Mumia, Mumia. Am I, yeah. Am I saying the name right? I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot of stuff here. Uh, I really didn't remember this or know anything about this until researching this song. And mm-hmm. this was a huge. This was a huge hot topic, a huge political topic back then. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about that or whatever. Did, well, I did because we did talk about this guy on another episode, but I don't remember what episode it was. He was did mentioned we? and we we did because I remember seeing a picture of that police officer that was killed. So I know for sure we've, Man, we've talked I feel about like, this. I feel like almost all raid songs are about some innocent black dude that gets killed by a white cop. No, no the, the, the guy killed the cop. Okay, yeah, you're right. But okay, so I okay, so, you know you're right. You're right in this one. You're, I think what you're what you're maybe thinking of is, is there was there was one that we did where some some guy was like sleeping in bed or something, and the cops came in and shot him in his house. See, I don't remember that. Uh, well, I mean, are you talking about like are you ca- talking about like current times or like the Breonna Taylor thing? N- no, no. Who was shot? Who was shot in her home? No, because this was like like FBI style people coming into his house. Fuck, dude. Okay. This is this is even more no. bizarre because if if we can't even think of, <laughs> I can't think of what. Like if this is so if this is so normal that this happens, like that's that's fucking scary. But also, Zach has a ten- tendency to reference a lot of the same things in 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 many of his songs. Like the the episode that we were actually supposed to do today, uh, he actually references Emiliano Zapata. He references like a couple of things from that that war, and he he tends to talk about a lot about the Spoilers same people. Spoilers for one, but you don't know what episode we're doing next, or so, in, in a couple of weeks. As far as the mumia mumia is, is mm-hmm. concerned, I, I didn't I didn't um, I didn't see a whole lot there. I mean, I didn't do a whole lot of research either. But I I think like the biggest thing for me was 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 like his innocence, the the guy's innocence and his right to a fair trial, which mm-hmm. seems like he totally did, did not get. And that yes. that fair trial thing, he he specifically asked for certain things and they were all denied. They said, "Nope, nope, nope. You cannot represent yourself. You cannot do these things. No, and it can happen. You're done." And so regardless if he was innocent or guilty, if he actually committed the crime, it's that due process that was completely fucked. Fucked. Yeah. And that's sad, but but it's also kind of cool that that Zach called the people in power like pen devils. Yeah, I, I think that's really dope. And and we've seen other 
artists like Bob Dylan did it before in his early days. So mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. And, and it's, it's, it's even better because it's not specific to just like judges and, and, and people in actual physical power, but like the media, the media is a yeah. huge offender of this kind of shit. And it's irritating that, that nobody shits on the media. Like we all shit on politicians. Politicians are all, they're all garbage in my opinion. Every single fucking one. I don't even care who it is. You're all garbage. But so is the media. The media is equally as bad. Oh, nobody 100%. ever says nothing. Nobody ever says nothing. Or when people do, they they kind of like brush it off, or they're like, "Oh yeah, they're bad," but then they continue to to believe, or they te- <laughs> they they continue to just fall back into their old ways. Like they say that they understand, but they really don't, or they don't they don't they don't question anything after that. I don't I don't watch like any cable TV because I don't have cable, so it's all like Netflix and Hulu. But I have been watching playoff basketball on a abc and so there are commercials and i i was i got a good chuckle because cnn had a commercial and there's i guess their new slogan is is just faxed first (laughs) it's it's like how the fuck is that even a slogan i know that is a given (laughs) that is a given like are you serious what what fucking world do we live in yeah (laughs) how bizarre it's funny you even say that because I listened to Tim Conway Jr. show, and or I, li- I podcasted the day after he 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 does the show, and he's always talked about for years and years and years. He always calls out Anderson Cooper because Anderson Cooper used to or maybe still has a segment on his show calling. It's called keeping them honest, and the idea on the segment is that he's going to be completely honest during that segment and only talk about things what? unbiased unbiased in an unbiased way and he's always said like why shouldn't that be all yes 100 exactly. of the time and and he taught he's he always brings that up how that just doesn't make any fucking sense and it, and it goes with every news station whether it be fox news whether it be cnn msnbc all the bullshit it's all it's all the fucking same i just i could not believe that they're i don't even know if it's their slogan but it at the very end of it it said cnn and then facts first and i just <laughs> it's like wow, this is this is where we're at now. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we, especially especially considering CNN has been known like many times over the thirty years that they've been around, like to to lie to the public and like like they've been they've been called out and caught in their lies so many times. Like it's insane. Like you remember that that big one back in the early nineties? I've only re- I've only read about it and seen it like re- like in the last few years, but. There was like this one correspondent or this one, this one reporter who who was always reporting from like Iraq back in like ninety one or ninety two, and he was always like always had like it was always windy. There was always all this shit. And Geraldo? Then it, the, no, it wasn't Geraldo. I forgot the guy's fucking name. But so he was like he was famous for like being on the ground in Iraq or whatever. Yeah, it was Iraq back then, and mm-hmm. uh, and then video like surfaced that it was just like done in a studio. Oh God! And like he was, he was never <laughs> left New York or whatever. <laughs> like everything was recorded in his studio. He was never there, and it's just like when you're called out like that and nobody talks about that, it's insane. Like how much how much of it can you actually believe from any news station, not just CNN? Yeah, but any news station, it's fucked. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's pretty much kind of what I got with this one too. How he's he's saying that Zach is just saying you know we need to stand up. Because we're, we're everybody's treated unfairly, and we need to stand up for our rights, 
and we need to pro protest and like actually enact change not just protest but enact some sort of change which i agree with because protesting only takes you so far but i also don't have an answer so that is the uh that is the i guess the big question right is what do we do where do we go from here and that's not that's taxes that's dude that would be so rad well not for me because i would have no business but <laughs> that would be rad if everyone was like fuck it we're not paying income tax anymore i mean i i've Come been saying me, it for years i've been saying it for years the only way that you can truly enact change is if everybody you know as a whole stops paying their taxes that's the only way yeah, it's true. The only fucking way, man. Yeah. It's a radical idea. It's an absolutely radical idea, but it's n- honestly though, it's not even that radical. I mean, but it's like radical in the sense is, that is, so many people are brainwashed into thinking we have to pay taxes. We have to. We have to pay money to this big, this big conglomerate thing. I guess if you want to call the government a conglomerate, yeah. But you, we have to pay money to this entity for us to survive. When no, that's not the case. Like privatization isn't the worst thing in the world it can be corrupted but also so can you know anything anything could be corrupted but in the end privatization can work really well and it has power to the people well. baby in the end there's no there's no like there's no perfect way to run a society no perfect way but well then i mean something has to start at some point right Something has to start someplace. <laughs> why, why not here? Why not now? Yeah, I mean, Boom. what better place? Bridge. What better homie. place than here? You just got Zach De La Roca bridged. That's what he's. I think that that's one of the best parts of this entire song, lyrically, musically. I love it too. I think or it's like so, not. It's just it's great. It's so basic. Like we've heard Zach tell us like shit is bad. Like he tells all the time. We've heard him tell us like we got to do something. We've heard him tell us that he's gonna do something. But now he's like, like he's straight calling me out. He's calling me Jeff out personally. He's saying let's do it right now. Then like why not right now? Like mm-hmm. people always you know shit talk like oh I can do that I can fucking dunk. Well do it right now. Show me. Whoa, my leg hurts. Like, there's always an excuse for something. Why? Why? Why can't we enact change right this second? Because you can. Yeah. You can. You can, but you choose not to because there you're are afraid. excuses. Yeah, everybody has an excuse for everything. Good shit, man. That's a good bridge. <sighs> that is great, and just it's just him. It's just him whispering. Just that's it. Just have him whispering, and then it just blows up. Can't stop us now. Yeah, repetition is key, man. They can't stop all of us. So you have the him saying that all hell can't stop us now over and over again, and then it ends with the chicka chicka. The entire song <laughs> ends with the chicka chicka. <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> I mean, what more do you want? Honestly? I don't want anything more. <laughs> <laughs> to end it with a chicka chicka yeah. is who does that? Who does that? Nobody does that. Yeah, nobody does it actually. Yeah, you never hear it. Yeah. Good no, stuff, it's good. Man. It is. It is solid. <sighs> okay, so are we good with the lyrics? Yeah, that's 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 the lyrics. That's the lyrics. Yeah. Okay, we're done with the lyrics now. We can move on to the rest of the pod. Uh, there are no demos or alternate versions of this song, Gorilla Radio, and I've kind of noticed that with the um, any of the the songs we've done from this album, I've never been able to find a demo of any of them. But you can find a lot of demos and stuff from the first two records, just not this one. 
I don't get it. I just don't get it. But uh, there was a music video because we we already talked about that, so we're not going to dive into that anymore. Uh, they played this many times live. Like we like I said earlier, they played it on September 11th, 1999 as their first performance. But they played it on their reunion shows and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it sounds great live. They sound exactly like they do on the record. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Audio Slave never performed this live. Prophets of Rage did, though. They they have performed this several times over the brief period that they were a band. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't really want to play it. No, it's so either. stupid. Yeah. It's just, it has no intensity. It, it's just so flat and lackluster. It's not even worth playing. So, yeah, I, I, I don't want to do that. So the last thing we have here are the covers. I have a few, <laughs> I have a few covers here. The first one... Yes, technically it is a cover, but it is a cover by a band member of Rage Against the Machine. And uh, that is Tom Morello. He, <laughs> he covered this as the Night Watchman, his acoustic, his acoustic little thing. And he actually, he sang the lyrics and he was talking and it's interesting. So here it is. He, he did this several times. This is in some little like store. So here's Tom Morello performing um, uh, Gorilla Radio. Here we go. A transmission, third world war, third round. A decade of the weapon of sound above ground. There's no shelter, mister, if you're looking for shade. I lick shots, mister, at the brutal charade. All the fist of guns, all the bullets and bombs. Who stopped the banks? Who staffed the party ranks? War for gore, or the son of a drug lord. None of the above, mister. Fuck it, cut the cord. Lights out, gorilla radio. Lights out, gorilla radio. Lights out, gorilla radio. Turn that shit up, let's go. There you go. There's Tom Morello's uh, little version of this song. I really wanted to play the ha part. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of that? You love. You of course, I love it. Yeah, he's awesome. He's amazing. This was great. He bluesed it up good. Bluesed <laughs> really it up good. He has that just that such that basic fucking blues guitar riff that you hear. And everything. <laughs> it was just, it was, it was solid. It was good. And he, in, in the, the fuck it part where it just got really quiet. And he said, "Fuck it!" Like he really, he really <laughs> emphasizes those things. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. All right. Well, uh, do you got anything else to say about the Tom Morello version? No, it was good. That was good. It was okay. It was okay. Okay. okay no, that was good. It was okay at best. Okay, at best. Really? That was okay at best. Yeah, it just I I thought it was a little cheesy. It was a little cheesy. It would be cheesy if it was from anybody else, but a person that was there when it was done originally, I feel it gets a little more cred, a little more street cred, a little more SC. Uh, I guess so. I guess so. But it was still a little bit cheesy. Okay. Just, eh. Uh, well, speaking of cheese, 
Richard Cheese yeah. did a, uh, a cover of this one. If you don't know who Richard Cheese is, he just takes popular music of the time and lounges it up. And it's always really cool. I don't care what anyone says. It's fucking cool. Nobody nobody dislikes Richard Cheese after they hear I him. Think, I think the guys from Blink-155 hate him. But I, anyway. I cannot stand those guys now. <laughs> that is, that so, is just stupid. So here's the Richard Cheese version of uh, Gorilla Radio. Here we go. Transmission, third world war, third round. A decade of a weapon of sound above ground. Ain't no shelter if you're looking for shade. I lick shots at the brutal charade. As the poles close like a casket on truth devoured. A silent play on the shadow of power. A spectacle monopolized. The camera's Choice disguised lights out gorilla radio turn that up lights out gorilla radio turn that up was it cast for the mass who burn and toil or for the vultures who thirst for blood and oil a spectacle There you go. We got some Richard Cheese there with uh, the Gorilla Radio cover. You like, like that? You love it? Of course. Dude, I love Richard Cheese. And and I, I like now this is bringing up like some memories. And for some reason, I remember I wanted to th- just think, like, how much would it be to book Richard Cheese? Like, at a wedding or a, a bar mitzvah or something. And I remember, like, the booking process online was very was very comical. Like, their price was was, like, a fuck ton of money. They said Richard Cheese charges like a fuck ton of money, so if you're not willing to pay that, then don't ask. And and just like a lot of like gimmicky, funny stuff like that online. I thought that was really cute and funny. So <laughs> that is kind of cool. So if you're looking to book Richard Cheese, you can you can do it online. Just know that they charge a shit ton of money or a fuck ton of money, whatever it was they said, which I'm sure is not that much. Well, it, I mean, for Richard Cheese, come on. I can't imagine that you booking because they do like an hour, an hour and a half set. I can't imagine it being more than like ten grand. I guess that's a. I mean, yeah, that, that's a lot of money, but it. I guess for a, but I think, a well-known act. I also think they have like a residency in Vegas somewhere. I I, I want to no, say they do. Maybe L.A. Maybe L.A. somewhere, but not. No, um, they're maybe. a Vegas. They're not an L.A. They're a Vegas act. Vegas isn't about like lounge and jazz and the Rat Pack. It's all about clubbing now. It's not and partying. It's not about that shit anymore. Vegas. <laughs> Vegas hasn't been about the Rat Pack since like the '60s. But, like, but what I mean the that, fuck? dude, no, Britney Spears and I Blink meant, have had residencies since then. I meant Celine I meant Dion like, fucking won't leave. For God's sake, I meant sakes. that that style, that style, not necessarily the Rat Pack. But I was more referencing the style. This is that style. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not relevant. It has been relevant in Vegas for decades. I'm pretty sure they have a residency. I'm pretty sure they don't. I'm pretty, pretty sure you're pretty stupid. Sure. Pretty, pretty, pretty sure that they don't. Pretty sure. Now, the next one we have here 
is from your girl, uh, Lannis Morissette. She surprisingly did an acoustic cover of Gorilla Radio. I I was I was truly shocked that this happened, but she did it. So uh, so here's her her version of uh, this rage song. You got some Alanis right there for you. That was better than the Tom Morello version. Come on. No. Man. That was. And nah. this was posted 12 years ago. 12 years ago. I don't care when it was posted. It wasn't oh. good. It could be posted 1,200 man. years ago. That was better than the Tom Morello. Come on, dude. Don't I, I don't know. Me. I don't know what part of that you thought was better than the Tom Morello version. It was just, it had like more, it had more of like her actual style, like rather than just like kind of the generic blues thing that. That Morello that Morello does. Yeah, and her actual style is dumb. Not all the time. Some of it's cool. Man. No, it's not. No. Some of it's cool. No, it's Some not. of it's cool. Some of it is. You're pandering. Don't do that. I'm not. I don't pander. I don't even. I don't you, even know how to pander. You do. You're doing. You do it well. I don't. I don't even know how to pander. That's all you do. I don't. I don't pander. That's all literally all you do. I'm anti-pander. You're still doing it right anti-pander. now. Anti-pander. Anti-pander. Anti-mask. That's right. I'm anti. No, I don't know what. Uh, so yeah, that was Alanis Morissette. She played. She performed that live, and people loved it. People in the crowd loved it. They people ate left it, it. No, it was like she two. It was like up. two fucking woo girls. You could hear just obnoxiously screaming <laughs> loudly. I dude, that's the fucking worst. Are woo girls? It's so I annoying. hate people who woo. Wooing's the worst. It is the worst. Ah, uh, it's awful. But that that was solid. That was solid. Really good stuff. Good job, Alanis. Yeah. You killed it. You killed it. Right, Jeff? No. She killed it, right? She did not. Okay, the next one we have here is uh, from a band called Red Hook. They did this one. This was posted only 10 months ago. Damn. Less than a year ago. Recent boys. But it has, but it has 19,000 views. Jeez. On the YouTubes. This is an actual music video. And uh, it's one of those videos, you know, this kind of generic things where they're just kind of playing in, playing in an empty, like, Almost built house, very oh, and this, are they smashing shit. They're smashing shit. Oh, yeah. They're it's angsty. They're 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 so angsty. They're so cool, but it's kind of new metal. So so here's the uh, here's this ver- the Red Hooks version. Oh, that did not work. The Red Hooks version of Gorilla Radio. Here we go.
Red Hook. What are you laughing about? Oh man, that was so stupid. <laughs> what was stupid? The song or the video or Everything. both? Everything. The video was bad. The video was so dumb and and oh my god, the video was so generic. And I think one of them was wearing a mask at some point, like a face yeah. mask, but not like a like a builder's face mask, like a like what we're in now type of face mask. Yeah, the, the stupid cloth face so mask. So that's kind of weird. And and just like the the over overly red kind of atmosphere, like her lipstick, the guitars, colors, just like the oversaturation in some of the colors were just so stupid. And damn, her singing was just really goofy. <laughs> like the music was kind of cool, say, but damn, her singing. I see, was I'm just the goofy. opposite. I'm the opposite. I feel like the the vocals were the better part of this, but the the actual music was just so like. Like let's let's like li- let's like throw it into th- Pro Tools and just like line it all up so it just sounds perfect. Like it just it's missing a lot of her, anything. Her vocals were just they were so stereotypical. Yeah, cut the cord. Yeah, man, right. <laughs> what I'm I did in a like band. <laughs> one of the guitar players he has that black Telecaster, but then the pit guard Dude, that's had such was a like rad the, pit guard though. That was cool, right? Yeah. The black Telecaster. Ca- Telecaster. Yeah, it was like this rainbow, very vibrant, very colorful pickguard. I've never seen a pickguard like before. I like that no. a lot. Especially on, on a black Telecaster. Because you don't really, the only black Telecasters you see are like all black with like some white trimming. And that's about it. Yeah. And you never see anything more than that. But no, I, that pickguard was red. That was cool. Otherwise, yeah, that that's Red Hook for you 10 months ago. That's cool. Though. This is new. That's fine. They're fine. Better than Atlantis, Atlantis or, yes. or what? what yes. Dude, yeah. get the yep. fuck out of here. Yup. Get the fuck out of here. Yup. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the next one I have here is from a band called Sick Puppies. Oh, sick. They that sounds familiar, right? Like you've heard this band before, right? Sounds uh, yeah, well, you've heard the, the name knows? of this. I don't know, dude. You've heard the name, right? All these bands sound the same. Like Sick Puppies, I think they're like a popular band, if I'm not mistaken. It's not like a pop punk band or something. I don't know. But yeah, Sick Puppies, they, they did a, an acoustic cover of this on Sirius XM or Octane Radio, whatever. Octane Radio is on Sirius XM. And uh, yeah, this was this was uploaded, what, four years ago? It has 19,000 views at just as many as Red Hook. But Red Hook only uploaded theirs 10 months ago. So are Red Hook more popular than Sick Puppies? Seems to be the case. No, because they both have the same amount of views. How would they be more popular? 
because they because Red Hook accumulated those nineteen thousand views within ten months, and it took four years for sick puppies to do this. But they're the same popularity because if they have the same exact amount of views, oh, Jeff, you don't understand popularity. It's fine. Th- they got they got to that point faster than sick puppies. Mm-hmm. Yes, but no, they have the same exact amount of views. Oh, Jeff, you need to. You you need to to figure this stuff out. If it took you ten years to get one hundred fans, and it took me five minutes to get one hundred fans, we both still have one hundred fans. Debatable. I I do. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right then. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> do you make it? There's that accent. That that was the Queen's English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Birmingham, Birmingham, Tottenham Hotspur. Here we go with Sick Puppies and their their cover of this stupid fucking song. Oh, cool, but it's not playing because everything loves to freeze. Here we go. Transmission, third world war, third round. A decade of a weapon, a sound above ground. No shelter if you're looking for shade. I like shots through the charade. I suppose closed like a casket. While truth devour, silent play. The shadow of power, spectacle. Monopolize the camera's eyes. On choice disguise, that was a cast for the mass who burn and tore. Yes, the vultures who thirst for blood and gnaw. Yes, the spectacle. Monopolize, they hold your reins. Stole your eyes, all the fist to guns. Bullets and bombs who staff the banks, who stuff the party ranks. More for God or the son of the drug lord. None of the above. Fuck it, cut the cord. Lights out, Gorilla Radio. Turn that shit up. Lights out, Gorilla Radio. Turn that shit up. Lights out, Gorilla Radio. Turn that shit up. Lights out, Gorilla Radio. I mean, you're a sucker for those acoustics. Dude, that so. almost that almost got canceled. I, I almost stepped in on that one. Did you almost step in at the very beginning because I heard you make a sound? Yes. I, I okay. I don't step in too often. I I I, I let the I let I, I play it as it lies, as they say in Happy Gilmore. Play yes. the ball as it lies, and and it's no. This was. I always feel bad too, just like straight up trashing musicians on YouTube because that's so fucked. But dude, this was bad. <laughs> this was so bad. Mind you, you've only stopped me once ever in our cover section, and that was like some really bad EDM pop version of whatever song. Yeah. So that's saying something. That's saying something. If you wanted to stop me here, I I have a very I have a pretty high tolerance. I mean, I think I feel we both do. We both have a pretty high tolerance for. For kind of any genre of music, for a lot of shit music too that we both like, so to 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 stop a song even as it starts is it's it takes a lot, it takes a lot. Like it's got to be objectively bad. But that was so. What so what didn't you like about that one? What's going on with you? I mean, where do you want me to start? For for one, like the the guitar part itself was boring. It was it was. It wasn't even like straight up acoustic because there was a bass part in there. Yeah, so, and then the guy hitting the block or the <laughs> piece of wood. So, so like if you're just gonna do a straight up acoustic thing, like if you're just gonna Chris Carab it up, then own it, do it, just do it, Raleigh. Just be you and the Back acoustic out. guitar. That's it. Don't you? Yeah. You don't need to add other things in there because then just fucking play in the band. I guess I don't know. And and his voice does he does he talk like that normally? 
I, is I that what know. he sounds like when he talks normally? Because if he sounds like that when he talks normally, then that's 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 a different thing. But if he's like Christopher walking us and and he doesn't talk like that at home, Christopher walking us. There's no way Christopher Walken talks like that behind closed doors. No okay. way. No way. Franklin. <laughs> There's no way he talks like that <laughs> behind closed doors. And that's what I feel about this guy. If you didn't, if you don't talk like that behind closed doors, then what you're doing is a gimmick, and it better be a damn good gimmick. Otherwise, it's gonna just seem like a shtick. And it's going to be embarrassing. And this was just dumb. Bad. Wow. There was no melody so either. Like there, was, there was nothing. There was nothing. There was nothing for me to latch on to. Your, your passion towards sick puppies is... It's, uh, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Interesting, for sure. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. Uh, let's see here. What do we got next? We got... So the only reason why I kind of threw this one on here was because the video is so old. It was uh, posted 13 years ago, back in the year 2006, from when I was saying over 13 years ago. Actually, yeah, it was 13. uploaded October 13th, 2006. So this is one of like the early videos of YouTube. This is like one of the oh, first yeah. videos ever uploaded, which I know we've talked about on this pod before. We actually looked up what the first video ever was, and I think it was like late 2005. But still, October 13th, 2006 is very early on. Does 2005 even seem that long ago? It doesn't, but it really is because that's when we graduated high school. Right. It doesn't mean like are we, just, are, we, are we to that point now we're that old where 2005 isn't that long of a time period ago, I guess? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know. This is cool though so far. Just looking at the little uh, picture. Yeah, so here. it's it's some high school band. Uh, they, this is posted by somebody named Arioc161, like I said, in 2006. And uh, yeah, it just there. It says there are a bunch of kids playing some covers for fun. In September of that year, they said that they practice each song maybe once or twice. That's what everybody and says. I feel like everybody says that shit. Yeah, and it has over forty-five thousand views in thirteen years, in over thirteen years. <laughs> yeah. So here are these guys, this high school band. They're playing obviously at their high school. So uh, I don't even know the name of this this band, but here here, here we go. I got a couple things about this video. We got, we got, we got. And this song. Okay, so this was <laughs> uploaded so long ago, and which is cool, but it, it just kind of like shows the difference in in how people like like view their lives and everything, and and just how bands were even 15 years ago compared to how they are now. Because you would never see a band do this and then put it on YouTube. No. You know what I mean? Like like back then, this is like. Dude, this is like they were just like fucking around. They were just having a good time, and they just posted this like like not thinking anything of it, not trying to be perfect. This is just like them having a good time. 
But nowadays, like everything is so perfect. Everything has to be like perfectly mixed, perfectly shot, this and that. And it really shows like these guys are just these kids are just having a good fucking time. I think it's it's like so much more pure than what like all the shit, all the covers and shit we see on YouTube in the last like 10 years even. It's insane. And I, I absolutely I think it's so cool. So damn cool. OK, that's, that's what I think. And then also, like if you and I, OK, like in high school, early 2000s, if, if there was some band playing at lunch, you know, and they played this song, we would fucking love it. You know, we would be so fucking into it because it was like our buddies or some people we might kind of know that did this song. We would have loved it. Well, and that just shows like how different life is. Like well, I, I different, how different life is when you're 16. I mean, laughing at pee pee and wee wee jokes at 16 is a lot different than laughing at them now. Well, I mean, we still laugh at them. Yeah, but not, they're not life now. We, 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 our jokes, our jokes are a little more complex sometimes. <laughs> some, yes, yeah, some keywords sometimes. As, yeah. as far as this band goes, first of all, that drummer looks like he's like 25. <laughs> he does not look like he's in fucking high school. <laughs> uh, number two, respect that they actually said fuck it at their high school, like lunch or whatever they played this in. That's rad. And yeah. that's, that's cool that maybe nobody noticed or nobody knew they were going to say it. So that's cool. Um, I you can pretty much tell that they've they've maybe practiced this one time because everyone's kind of like doing their own thing. But damn, if they didn't come together during the chorus, like <laughs> holy shit, they came together so well. It's like they all they all went off and did their own thing, but remembered there's a chorus and all ran back to kill it. And that singer, I don't know, man. That singer is is, is weird and bizarre and intriguing all in one. And then he has that echo on his voice too. Like, oh yeah, like why? Why did you uh, need to do that? You didn't need to do that. And what upsets me about this is that it has more downvotes than it has upvotes. It's like one eighty nine to like one seventy two. Like it's almost right there in the middle. And even, uh, and even more bizarre is, dude, the sound quality is good. Like yeah, the sound this, quality is at this good time? for a like a, a high school band playing at lunchtime in two thousand six, compared to the. To the to the expensive hardware that you can buy now, like the sound quality is fucking good. Yeah, it's not as crazy. And then if you look like the little amps that they're playing on, like little tiny Marshall amps, <laughs> and like the most generic looking drum kit, like nothing seems like it seems like all of the equipment combined, like price wise, is probably maybe five hundred dollars. Yeah, amps, guitars, drums, everything five hundred bucks out the door. Like it's just it's so. It's so of that time and so of the early 2000s. I love it. it. It's just, damn, dude. What a different time. Like, it's only been 15 years, but what a different time in, like, how people kind of present themselves, like, in from, like, a, a live standpoint, like, a, a musical standpoint. Like, nobody nowadays would post something like that. There's no Nobody nowadays would play at their high school like that. There's you know, no, they would there's no humility it. anymore. There's no there's no humility. People people if if I'm going to post something, it needs to be perfect. And and that's uh, at fault of like social media and, and oh, 100%. I hate saying this word, but influencers and uh. like that perfect picture type of thing. And that's that is like killing our society. Which in itself is so fake and a lot of people don't talk about that shit. 
It, it, it's, it's completely fake because, I mean, even though they're scarce, there are articles out there that that influence will... If, God, I fucking... I hate saying that word. It's so Ooh. stupid. It is an awful word because it means nothing in, in the context of life. That that could be up there in like phrases and words that I like maybe like top five like live laugh love and, and I follow science type of shit. And it is what it is. It is. I, I like it is what it is. No, you don't. That's I dig stupid. it. Stupid. But but uh, I don't know. Just just have a little humility, people. It's okay to not be perfect. Like that's that's what makes everybody so great is that we're not perfect. And then the fact that people on social media are so perfect all the time. But yeah, like you see articles. They're few and far in between. We see articles where, where people that have a lot of followers on Instagram will post what their pictures look like before it was touched up, before it was propped up, and they look like normal fucking people. Yeah, I know. That was good. What I a like world it. we live in. But that video is solid. And, it, and the video makes me want it because I, uh, I have some video because I had a camcorder in high school. I used to just fucking tape every fucking thing. On that thing, on it, but like I have, on a couple tapes, I have some videos of some bands, like friends, friends just that we've had over the years, of their bands like uh, Here Till Thursday, uh, Azalea, Team Death Machine, uh, Eternal Requiem with Kevin and Brian. Yeah, I have like I have video of all of these bands from high school when we pl- when they played in high school. And one day, man, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put it all on fucking YouTube. And one of these days, Martha. One of these days, it's gonna be on yeah. YouTube. And no. th- this like this is like inspired me. This video has inspired me to put all this shit on YouTube and just like think like, dude, these these guys like just didn't even like give a fuck. Like our friends just did not give a fuck. They just they liked to play music, and even if it was kind of wrong and like just didn't make sense, they did it anyway. Like. There was no, nobody, yeah. nobody cared. I think it's just ah, it's so e- cool. expectations. Expectations back when we started playing music was at best in our minds. I want to just play a show, a show, like mm-hmm. a local show and just play a show with my friends and have all my other friends come out and watch me. Now it's expectations where we start a band and we need to tour. We need to go to Japan. We need to sell out arenas and like these unrealistic expectations are killing the dream. Yeah, but I think I think what what you're saying is like what what we kind of wanted when we were younger was was to do that but like that was like more of like a punk mentality or like a metal mentality which everybody I think even to this point people still I, I mean I don't know I can't say but I would assume people kind of think that way still like in the punk in the punk scene and and maybe hardcore metal scene they think like as long as we could play fucking a 100 100 person venue 100 capacity venue you know, we're, we're made like we're good with that or a 50 person, you know, something like that. I think, I think small time expectations died with Dookie. When Dookie came out, everybody and their mom said, Oh damn, dude, look at these guys. They can do it. I can do it. And, and that was like the true death of, of just <laughs> jamming and, and playing small shows with your friends. It's like now everybody who plays in a band thinks they can tour fucking and, and make big money. But maybe everybody's thought that, you know, even going back to the 80s or 70s, you know, you hear a lot of like people that we grew up listening to. They're like, oh, yeah, Kiss, like listening to Kiss. We all thought that we want we wanted to be Kiss or we wanted to be Van Halen or shit like that. But it never it never comes to that. It never happens. Well, I mean, grunge killed the rock star essentially, too. And 
And not really, because Kurt Cobain essentially became that rock star. After he died. Reluctantly. No, even while he was alive, he became that rock star, but reluctantly. No, he was never a rock star when he was alive. Dude, get the fuck out of here. He totally was. Nah. He was. But anyway, I, I got one I got one cover left. Play it. Got one cover left. This is um from this is actually a video of that video game Rock Band where you can play the drums, the guitar, <laughs> and vocals. Yeah. And it's somebody doing their their version of um Gorilla Radio. This was posted just ten years ago. Just ten years ago. It has 138 views. It's posted by Yoshimitsu for Prez. Yoshimitsu oh, from Tekken? Yoshimitsu from Tekken, yeah. Nice. I'd vote. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's uh, here's their version of uh, their rock band version of it. So here we go. <laughs> There you go. It's Gorilla Radio from Rock Band. This guy's singing it. Did you you never played that version, right? Or you never you only ever played Guitar Hero? Yeah, I was I was strictly Guitar Hero. I didn't mess around with the rock band. I'm not a poser. Yeah. That was <laughs> it's weird. And I noticed in the video too, there's like no lyrics. So what is he reading from? Dude, this was uh this was solid. This was so good. <laughs> and and I hate like again. I really don't like shit talking people who post stuff on YouTube because even though that's all you've been doing, I know, but, 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 it, but it, I mean, that's, I'm in the right also as they are also in the right to post whatever the fuck they want. It, like who the fuck cares? But that's like the beauty of, and the subjectivity of music itself. Like this guy has like, this dude is completely tone deaf. He has, he has no idea that he, he sounds like he, there was no fluctuation whatsoever. Yeah, but correct. he probably enjoys this song as much as we do. Maybe even more. I don't know. And and that's awesome. That is so rad. That is so cool that so many people can enjoy the same song, but still enjoy it differently. And this is how he chooses to enjoy it. I love it. I think it's so basic. It's so, it's so raw. <laughs> it's so simple. Like you, don't, you don't need to church yeah. it up, man. You don't got to church it up all the time. No, you don't. Play the ball as it lies. I'm going to start saying that more now. Oh, my God. Don't do that. I'm going to start saying it in life. Acting like out and out and about. No. Play don't the do ball it. as it lies. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. You don't like anything. <sighs> I really don't. I really don't. Well, that, that's about it for the covers. What, did you like it? No, nah, not really. No. I thought it was, thought it was silly. Dude. It was silly. Just didn't care. And what, but what I did like about the video was that you could tell like he had set up like his camera to to record the TV, like it wasn't like a screenshot or anything like yeah. that. Like nowadays, it was just he set up the camera to look at it, and you know it wasn't like a cell phone. It had to have been like a like a like an old digital camera that he had set up, and he was probably like super proud that it had like a video feature on it. 
I mean, you can at least appreciate this guy loves this song probably as much as we do. It just translated into kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever for whatever that's worth. But I, 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 I appreciate this more than I do Alanis Morissette. Oh, my God. Such a fucking hater. D-gaff, homie. I'm a man Such of the people, baby. Hater. Okay, but well, we're done with the covers. For life. <laughs> what do you what do you got for your MVP on this one? Oh, oh damn, put me on the spot. Um That's tough. Like every This might did, be the hardest one. Everybody did such a good job and I I really don't know. I think I probably I think I have to go with Zach. And All right. I mean, I'm just I'm just tossing up names at this point. I think the only person that I I would Mm, that I would think maybe would for sure be last is is B Dubs. Ah, you dumbass. And then all the other ones, because they all brought more to the table. Like B Dubs, like put like a god, like a god, like a good appetizer. He brought a fantastic appetizer, but everybody else just killed it with like the <laughs> the stuffing and the turkey and everything. Yeah, I don't know. Like, who do you they, think the who do you think was the the dessert of this song? So so we got we got B dubs with the with the appetizer. We got Zach with essentially the entree. Where would you put Timmy C and Tom? Okay, so here's 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 what I got. B dubs is the the appetizer for sure. He's setting everything up. He's starting it off with a bang. It's delicious. Um okay. coming in with the entree, I think I'm going to have to do Tom. You got to do Zach. Oh. No, I'm doing Tom. I'm doing Tom with the entree. Okay. It's, I, I think he's he's driving a lot of this song kind of forward. He's, he's doing everything. I think I think the the with the dinner drink is going to be mm-hmm. Timmy C. Oh, that that's a good one. That's good. With the dinner drink is Timmy C. And then the dessert, just to just to finish everything off, just to perfect the night, is going to be Zach. Wow. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm I'm with you on the B dubs. I'm with you on the Timmy C with the, with the appetizer and the the dinner drinks, but I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to flip flop the the Tom and Zach. Mm-hmm. I feel like Zach is the entree. He's the highlight. He's the best part of this song. He is the entree. The dessert is never the best part of the meal. You're right. You're the right, entree you're is right, the best right, part. Right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna flip my stuff because you don't you don't go out to eat for the dessert. No, you do not. You're right. So I, I, I will, I will flip mine. I will say that Zach is the entree, and and and, and Tom was the dessert. There we go. Got it. Our, our MVPs match up to a T, right there. I'm, I'm going to start doing this from now on too. I'm going, to, <laughs> I'm doing, I'm going to categorize <laughs> all four into a. It's pretty stupid. <laughs> into a dinner reservation. <laughs> but it works surprisingly well in this, in with this song. And with this band too. There's always something. Yeah. Right? Because each. <laughs> Each are almost essentially as important as the last. Oh, man. Take, yes, one out right. take one out and it's not a perfect meal. It's still no. a good meal, but it's not a perfect meal. And obviously we can substitute the dinner drink for possibly something else. A dinner beer maybe or a, a side dish. Or a salad maybe. I don't know. I would never do that. I would never ever. But I'm just saying there might be an, there might be an instance where a salad needs to be had. Between the appetizer and the entree, if if the appetizer and the entree are that heavy that I need a salad, then possibly yes, possibly. So it might come up. Maybe it's it's you never it might happen. You never know. You never know. No, you don't. You as, don't. I always, as I always say, and I made up. You never know. 
you did make that up. Yeah, I never said that. Correct. But yeah, it's correct. So that's it for the episode. Uh, we just did Gorilla Radio. If you had no idea, so stay tuned for the uh, the next episode. I think I know what it is, but who knows? Maybe Jeff will do his homework. Maybe he won't. I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, go rate. Completely different. <laughs> yes. So go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Rage Against the Pod. And uh, that's it. That's all.